You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. To the best podcast in the D. You got KT here. Cardo. And Jam. And we are Beat the Buzzer. Somebody's on time today. <laughs> it's always great to see you guys, people, too. Wow. Ain't God good. Finally, somebody's off of CP time for one week. Won't he do it? Man, one time, one time. In my defense. Why everybody had perk up? Like, they just, <laughs> <laughs> they said it would be some malarkey for real. Because it's you. But no, but it's something Anytime I'll, somebody says in my defense, it's usually some bullshit coming right after that, so. No, I, ha- I actually have reasons, but Especially it's cool. when it's you. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Yeah. You've been attacking me for the last, like, 37 seconds. I don't really know what got into you today, but I'm going to need you to leave that at the door or in the warehouse or in somewhere else, okay? Nope. <laughs> Whoa. Sick it is. Whoa. Um, that what? escalated very quickly. <laughs> Jesus, Devontae Christ. Man, but what's poppin', man? Happy belated Thanksgiving, all that good stuff. Um, I know Thanksgiving was last week. Tell me about it. Your long weekend, your day, whatever the case was. So I do want to say that we are trash for not mentioning it at all last week leading into Thanksgiving. Like, how at did all. we not mention it at all? Completely didn't we didn't mention what? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving at all. I we, thought we, d- we no, did a little no, bit. No. We were supposed to. We were supposed I, <laughs> I put it in the uh, chat for us to talk about. Did you really? I don't, I don't remember. Yes, we were talking about knowing <laughs> your role at Thanksgiving and knowing what you were supposed to cook. And we did, did not talk that? about that. I did. Put, I put it in there. Oh, she no, she did put something uh, along the lines. I don't remember. Because I remember, I remember saying, like, y'all to show up. But, um, yeah, once again, I just showed up for Thanksgiving because okay. I'm not cooking anything. You know your role. Listen, my the most y'all getting from me is liquor. And that liquor is probably not being made until after I get there. I need my cousins to go with me to buy the liquor because we all like different things. And people got to put in on the liquor. I'm actually cool. I don't need y'all to put in. I can actually discover that because you know that's my that's my contributions. Rich. No, it's called I'm With buying one bottle. Y'all Rich. better. Y'all better. No, nah, I'm buying Wait, one, one bottle. bottle. Y'all better chill. Jesus. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> All right. That, <laughs> um. Okay. Well, no. Half my family don't drink, so it's kind of easy to just get away with just one. <laughs> oh, Jam okay. come from very different families. <laughs> How about to say, oh, no, Jam, no. Jam, I'm saying, Jam family dynamic is a little different. <laughs> my family's a bunch of smokers. So for them, it's like, you we know, you probably just need to have a bunch of like a bowl full of weed and then we good to go. Mm. And one bottle will cover the other half that drinks because someone is going to be like, yeah, I'm driving. So I'm not. Oh, y'all responsible now. Can y'all chill? This is the day we ain't supposed to care. Y'all don't got to get up tomorrow. I do, but y'all don't. I do, but y'all don't. Okay. That's and this drinking, getting up more and never stopping from drinking because um, I've heard, I've heard. <laughs> shoot, you witnessed, but whatever. Yeah, that's why I can say that. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out, shout out to you. Um, was Thanksgiving food good this year for you? Wasn't bad. Okay, okay. Did um, I've had better, but I mean, wasn't bad. Same. Did you go to family's house? Of course. Typical family? Three different, not house hopping. Okay, cool. The same normal family every year, but you know, house hopping because I need multiple plates. And when I found out different people doing different things, I'm like, yeah, so um, I'm going to go get a plate here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come stop by for about 20 minutes, say hi to everybody here. <laughs> Listen, y'all only get 20 minutes of my time. I'm sorry. My cousins are there, so I don't want to stay long. Okay. I'm oh. only going. I'm only trying to stay where my cousins are. So if my cousins are there, y'all get a high and buy it. I might say hi to y'all kids, too. 
Okay. Big I think that makes sense. What about you, Jam Bam? How was the actual Thanksgiving Day? Um, actual Thanksgiving Day, I was very happy with the weather. Um, yes, the weather did cooperate for sure. Because it was because you had to work in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> I had to be up at uh five o'clock in the morning. Forgot why I had set my alarm the night before, so when it went off, I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was <laughs> like, "Oh, so it's time to get up." So, uh, yeah, it wasn't below freezing uh, this year at the parade. So okay. my golf cart did not shut off on me. Shout out to that. Shout Big out to the parade. To um, got to bring my mom with me this time. And hey. she really enjoyed it. Like, she was a little kid. Like, okay. telling me to turn around and take a picture with every float. I'm like, girl, I am working. Leave me alone. <laughs> she was so Shut proud up of her and baby. enjoy the parade, sis. She was proud of her baby. I, I guess so. Because she's like, oh, we have to bring Buster down here next year. That's what she calls my nephew. I'm oh. like, girl, he was invited this year and didn't come. So, well, Okay, so I'm glad that you brought that up. And I'm sorry, I'm going to let you talk about the rest of your day. Did he do his run? You were telling me that he was going to do a, a run, walk, jog play. So he was supposed to do the mashed potato mile, which is like the mile part of the turkey, turkey trot. Mm -hmm. um, he did not do it because his asthma started acting up. So, oh, man. Yeah, Bing Bing did not get to do his um his 6K, his 6K as he calls I was, it. I was hoping you were going to tell that. Because he said, Jesus, the, the mind of children is just amazing. So he said he's running a 6K this year because he's six. And he ran a 5K last year because he was five. Mm. All right, then. Shut up. At that point, you can't argue with the logic because I'm like, that shit sounds right. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> I know it's dog. wrong, but I'm not going to deny you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm sure he did, too. Yeah. Man, could you make it through a 5K right now? She. Like, without having to walk at least once. She. Would you make it? 5K? That's 3.1. I don't know. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. 3.
was a half was I think it was a quarter mile because it was a, it was like a it was a shorter one yeah but like yes this typically is no more than like a half a mile in terms it's, of swimming, it's a swimming but even yeah. still I'm not swimming that far yeah you got it you swim no, that you funny. typically run like you typically run depending on the things I've seen runs of like five k's ten k's and of course if you're doing like something at a like Olympic level those are like many miles and then you ride the bike typically the bike is the longest one just because of I say the least physical, you know. I say so. Typically, like at least the one she did was a, the mile was five. Uh, it was five k for the uh, for the run. And it was mm-hmm. like the bike was seven or it was ten. Ten. Yeah. It was, okay. it was that sounds about so, right. So yeah, no. Glenn, she said the bike was hard. Every I'm like, how was the bike hard? But at the same time, like you got to remember, it's not just on a flat surface. Exactly. So that makes sense. And also, I don't remember the order, but I can imagine if that's like the, it's the last thing you're doing. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought biking biking was last. You figure you're tired at that point. Wait, they make you bike last? Yes. I would, I would actually think that I would you would want to run first. I would prefer to bike last. I actually would rather run. I, I wish it would run, swim, then bike. I, I think I would rather then run. then I can entertain it more. But they also probably like, they don't need nobody drowning. So here go the swimming part first. No, I mean, the it makes still, sense. You know. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I do get. Because if you run and just fall out, all right, kid, we can come, be, we can pick you up. Man. If you, if okay, you stop in the water. the bottom of that ocean. Oh no, they Boy. have boats like every like fifty meters out there, so they are really prepared to come get you. Oh yeah, you. the Coast Guard—they be on deck. They like, be like no, like, Coast Guards in the in the boat. They be like, out there making sure wow. that nobody go under. And most of the time, they and, and well, at least in recent years, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen them, no. but a lot of places, especially even like uh, like uh, camps, will have this now too. Like if you go swim in the lake, you get like a it's a, basically like a beacon. Um, it, many times in the form of either a wristband or a headband. Um, that is like it just beeps and like it and it glows in the dark and stuff like that and. The way that some of the technology is now, please don't quote me on all the specifics. I just don't know that much. Is once you get to be like at a certain depth, or if you depth, excuse me, or like if you just stop for too long, whatever the case is, like it beeps louder. Like the like it beeps in the the whatever color ring or whatever it is, green or whatever. Be like danger, of, danger, danger. It don't start danger, but it's just like a loud, like almost echoing thing. So they kind of know, and it, and it's also like for some of them. It's not even about the death. It's that they're under the water for too long. So I remember I did. I don't know if you remember a few years back when I lived in Kalamazoo for the summer and I did like that little sports summer camp or whatever. But it was like if your uh, this particular like wristband or whatever was under the water for more than like, let's say 10 seconds. I don't remember exactly, but let's say 10 to 15 seconds. It would also go off. So like they'd be on you. And when you're swimming, obviously you don't need it to be under the water. But for, you know, maybe three seconds, four seconds, depending on which stroke you're doing, you know, whatever case is, even if you wade in. All right, put your hands up, you know, all that stuff. Um, well, no, so, yeah. my only problem with that, is especially like as somebody who breaststrokes more than anything else, because that's typically the more relaxing stroke, because I, I don't like the regular stroke. Mm-hmm. Your arms almost don't come out the water doing it that way. So, like, your thing will be, my, at least mine will be going off constantly, because I will literally be doing yeah, and that. And I mean, and however they do it, I'm sure that there is something. I'm also sure that in the trial, like, they probably tell you a certain way to do it. Again, I don't know the specifics. I just know this mean, particular technology. No, the technology is. is Concept's amazing. At the mm. same time, like they can they can literally physically still see you too. So if they yeah. see you not struggling, they see it, and they hear it going off, mm-hmm. they'll probably just leave you alone unless they see you like kind of go under at that point. Right. Cause if you're still like trotting along smoothly, they're not gonna I would assume they're not going to bother you because you're doing a stroke that just happens to not pull your arms out the water. Yeah. Also, do y'all know how hard it is to swim? Like in general, like just swim. I don't know. Dog, so listen, so. you remember um what the Aruba? Yeah. Yes. So me, me and my mother was talking about which why I told her I'm not doing a triathlon with her. I'm like, I swam for 40 minutes. I said I would never be in the water that long ever again because that was some nonsense. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't hope that I was drunk. I don't know if you were drunk yet. So I'm only speak for me. I was fried in that water. And I was like, this. But y'all was like real life swimming. We was in the middle of the ocean, man. In the middle of the ocean. So it wasn't no like sit and rest. It was the middle of the ocean. The point where it was like. 
it, it was, well, Aruba's we water is really clear, so we I could see the bottom at a few points. But no, but it was But I couldn't see the bottom. No, yeah, I couldn't like, see the bottom because <laughs> we were hunting oh, for fish. So yeah. we went under to go. Oh, actually, so we went under. Okay. That actually goes like hunting for the fish. Niggas seen how deep it actually was. So if you stop swimming, my, listen. Yeah, it was one time he was like, "Go get that." When he, I had to go get that spear, and I was like, "Nigga, I'm at 15 feet at least down here. Take me back to where I belong." Who is? Who do I? What? When I tell you, look, it got to the point my leg was hurting so much. I'm like, hey, so we <laughs> had. <laughs> hey, I did at the carry. I didn't even mad at the carry. It was you, and then it was this other dude too that oh, no, never listen, swim. Like, at least you swim. I ain't gonna lie, you swim. I know, but the I'm other dude that lie. had to y'all carry, I wanted to fight that. Y'all nigga. definitely carried me the first like ten. So I had to figure out what I was doing. <laughs> once I got it, once I was cool, I was cool. But my man's league was only no, my the man's whole... on that damn thing the whole time. I'm like, bro, if you can't swim or if you don't want to do it, take your ass on. And you the bigger dude too. I'm like, do y'all see my little ass? No, obviously between you and uh, his his homie because his yeah. homie started pulling him at one point. I I'm can, like, yeah, me and his, I, no, his homie cut him out. I think, yeah, his, his homie, homie cut him out. I think yeah, it was only me and his homie that like was carrying a buoy at different times. I'm just like Fuck this shit, but yeah, his homie got into him. I'm like, yeah, you got to stay on the boat next time, dog. Listen, I'm like, they 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 specifically said strong swimmers only. only. Yeah. No, granted, not granted. I'd kept my ass. No, no, granted, <laughs> not granted. House. I overestimated my swimming abilities. I didn't realize what we were about to be doing. But once no, I, I feel you. I, I did feel that way. Once too. I was good, I was good. I was able to maintain. Granted, I slowed down for because I had to catch my breath and shit. But once I was going, I was going. Did my man never like got off. Like he was literally on the buoy the whole forty minutes. Did you do two of them? Remember, it was three. Did you do two? I did all three. No, no, I didn't. You didn't do all three. I was about to say neither one of us did the last one. Last, no, I did. No, we all did the second one too. Cause the second one was like we had to swim. We just make sure we didn't like that's when we were uh, like in the actual coral reefs itself, like the actual coral reef. Yeah. No, I, now, I remember third, where we were. I didn't know if you did two or if you did one. No, I did. I did two. But I do remember. And I think, two, I was. Do you remember? I two, I, I was hurting. So, okay, with two was when we took pictures with the sharks. Sharks. I was about to say. Well, we yep. didn't get no pictures, but yes, oh, yeah, that was sorry. correct. Everybody. That's what I was going to say. We was holding the sharks. the sharks. So you was right. Yep. The third one is the one we didn't do because I remember dude was like, "This is the best one. You should come to this one, and it's the shortest one." I'm like, "I am straight, nigga. No. I am super tired and super." Drunk my now. leg was literally like, "Yo, I can't move my right leg." What do you think? No, I was cool with just playing in the water. No, listen, that's <laughs> you see, it. I, just kept, I kept jumping in the no. water though. I would jump in the water and everything. I was like, I want to say near the boat because I was like, when I want to be done, I'm yeah. going to be done right then and there. I don't want to have to like swim back. Mm-mm. I feel it because the crazy part is just like with any type of exercise or running or cardio, you go out that first like let's do you mile. You go out that first half mile somewhere. You like oh this feel good. Then you go to that mile. You're like well, I'm still straight. You're like damn, I mean I got a mile back home. Yeah, and you be like that's the part that hurt. It don't be the part going out because you still got the adrenaline. Mm-hmm, you still mm-hmm. mad or whatever. Or you you hearing your music, whatever they feel good. And you going back, you like well, I'm not that mad no more. Yeah, no, that's why I don't. <laughs> whatever run reason they made me go run, I'm not that mad no more. <laughs> That's what treadmills is for. You can get the same type of energy. I hate treadmills. My knees, my shins. I was in the scenery. Basically, I have always preferred to be outside running. Um, listen, give, you give me the scenery, I feel better when I'm running. Yeah. No, I, I don't even better. like running in a circle on a track. I ain't even like that. I know. I say that, that's, that's still actually like a mad the worst. Man. That's still like being a madman. Just running oval, four, five, 28 laps and stuff. Like, nah. Listen, I would say, that's why First I can of all, only. who trying to run that much? I could only do that in, in a meet. <laughs> like I could only right. do it in the meet. Like Very if I was true. doing it for practice, I'm like, yo, why are y'all making me do this? Why are Just we let here? my natural stamina carry me, and then we gonna figure it out from there. That's it. I appreciate. It. I want the first off let y'all know that I appreciate that we somehow sidetracked into a whole tangent about like running, running and swimming <laughs> and stuff from Thanksgiving, which none of us did any type of running on Thanksgiving except for to the bathroom and to get another plate. Mm-hmm. Man, so <laughs> oh, first off, 
to any of my family that is listening to this, y'all gotta stop asking me, am I getting, like, oh, you got another plate? Nigga, this is Thanksgiving. So Duh. Most of you. <laughs> the fuck? I absolutely just went and took that nap so I could clear some room to get this next plate. You are correct. I'm like, you just seen me leave the bathroom, so you know I have more space. <laughs> you knew what it was when you signed up. That's dope, though. That's Yuck. dope. Um, uh, okay, so how, oh, how was the family function dinner and everything on Thanksgiving Day? Um... It was pretty quiet. Um, we didn't really have like the big, big family over. Um, cause my aunt had re- my great aunt recently got out the hospital. And so we went over to her house cause she okay. didn't want to like Move have around. to have anybody stay at home with her. So, she, mm-hmm. you know, they couldn't go out. So we just all kind of went over there and it was pretty small. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was cool. And yes, my family is alcoholics. You know, by the time we started getting ready to go, like, I didn't, surprisingly, I didn't drink that much because I was already tired as fuck from that morning. But I look up and I'm like, we got Patron, we got Crown Peach, we got some fucking cranberry wine. <laughs> um, I had Prosecco, my sister had the Ciroc red berry, and then somebody else her. came she with some shit fanatic. on the end. I'm just like. About to be hell of a night. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with us? Also, listen, my aunt has a whole ass bar in her basement, so I don't know how much people actually drink. Did y'all niggas have to work on Friday? I did. Yes and no. Okay. No, listen, I was at work, hungover as fuck, and didn't give a fuck. That's okay, man. That's usually how it goes. That's usually no, how it listen, goes. I do physical work, though. I can't be hungover trying to do physical stuff. True. Okay, 25 seconds each because I feel like we've been on this for 20 minutes. How was the whole Thanksgiving weekend, the rest of it that we didn't talk about? Very busy. Very I busy. didn't get to have a short week like everybody else. Okay. What's I the worked every day. Friendsgiving was really good. Food okay. slaps. Um, and we got some media coverage. So That's, I did see that. That's actually what I wanted to say. Shout out to y'all. I saw the Channel 7s. I saw... Um, then I saw it was, it was like it was a good turnout from the pictures, a few pictures that I saw and some good yeah, artwork. Good That's what's up, man. Shout out to Cyrus now. Uh, what about you, good sir? Cousins did all that our yearly gathering the day after, so you know we went out hey. did that. People brought their all they uh they boyfriends and girlfriends and shit. So we start we actually start having competitions because all of us are competitive as hell for no reason. So yeah, about who looked the best. Nah, like niggas actually <laughs> went out. Shit. No, cause we start we start off at bowling. So like niggas oh, was like, okay. all right, gotcha, gotcha. so we literally went like, all right, so my grandma family versus your grandma family. So yo niggas over there with you, and then yeah, the rest was over here about this like fuck y'all up. <laughs> okay, and we was over there talking shit the whole time. So yeah, that's just kind of how that plays out. I thought my family was the only family that did cousins day. That's so nice. Oh, we started doing it last precious. year, so like it's kind of a newer. Oh. Like, it's relatively our yeah. We are. We, cause all of us live in separate states. So it's very mm-hmm. rare that we all actually can come together. And it's very rare we even come home for holidays. So yeah, right. here we are. So niggas like, yeah, so let's just make this a yearly thing. Yeah. I think we started doing it because we do ours like the day, a day or two after Christmas. And I think we started ours sometime when I was in high school. So like the older cousins were in college and stuff like that. And now niggas is married and getting master's degree. So they really don't live here anymore. So. I say we're trying to make this consistent. So the fact you that can, you can do it, the fact you like my sister actually, like my sister's coming, like it's actually coming home yearly. Like that's a consistent thing now. And we'll see if I'm coming home yearly once I leave. That's that's still the plan. But um, yeah, we'll see. Thanksgiving is when people come home. They don't really come home for Christmas. Thanksgiving is the one though. You still what? do it. People don't be coming home for Christmas like that. Cause you got to remember, like the one good thing about Thanksgiving, just as a quick side note, is Thanksgiving is always on Thursdays. And so you always have job, the weekend. Yeah, like yeah. Ni- like ninety eight percent of people 
normally get Thursday off. I mean, get that Friday off, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Whether it be through their union, their job, we have it, or right, whatever right. the case is. So that's why Christmas, that shit could be on a Monday. You, you know what I'm saying? A Tuesday. I mean, yeah, but I guess I mean, it's, but it's like if you come home, like if you out of state, stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's easier to to maneuver getting off four or five days in a row. Because a lot of oh, people yeah, also only work a half day that Wednesday, mm-hmm. take off, whatever the case mm-hmm. might be. Your kid is out, so you take that vacation, stuff like that. Christmas is like, man, well, them niggas going to be out of school for three weeks. Christmas could fall on a, on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or Monday this year. So like, you know what I'm saying? So like, how many people really about to come home if you got to be back to work like literally like the next day? That, which a lot of people do we have all to go, go back to work about it. Yeah, we all go front about it. But it's like. If you ain't got kids or at least not around small children every all the time, like you, you don't always necessarily outside of like music and movies. You're not always necessarily. It's not a Christmas spirit all the time. Like people don't always like got to come to your house for something. And just like how we talked about, I think last year, maybe a few months ago, just about how like what's the different type of foods that people eat for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Christmas is not one of those ones that people think a lot about being food and being around one person. You think about the gifts and maybe exchanging them, but it's not as family oriented. Not saying that you don't care about family, just saying it's less family oriented. That's all. So those are the main reasons why a lot of people don't come back for both. And plus, if you move out of town, it's it's expensive to come go one month and the very, literally a month yeah, later. Yeah, no, you're not getting both out of me. Later. You no. get one or the like, other. I'm saying low key is actually hard. It's harder to come back for Christmas because flights are normally that much more taxing. It's that much more. It's actually a lot easier to come back for. In terms of also, it's also different because you got to figure too. You got New Year's Eve a week later. So mm-hmm. even if you're not a party type person, mm-hmm. you still probably are doing something for that next week or stuff like that, or you got to try to prepare for it. So really, unless you probably within like two or three hours of driving distance of you know where your family is, it's just like back. driving. You, I mean, you got to like driving you got to make a quick turnaround and then it, it's just so much that got to play into it so yeah but that's cool man i'm glad that y'all had a great thanksgiving weekend man i wish that y'all could have got some more rest um so let's get into it then what uh, is rest what is rest thank you miss jam bam um so how soon or uh, what's the right time frame for moving on after a breakup or how or how do you guys typically gauge it or when do you move on if you do do you move on? I guess that may be the better question. Yes, you should move on. You shouldn't be hung up on anyone. Do um, you move on? I believe I did. Okay. For sure. Um, I don't know. I guess it just, like, it just happens naturally. So, like, I came up with this topic because I was talking to one of my uh, sisters at lunch. And she was saying how... She broke up with this guy she was with for a long time. They had talked about having kids, being married, moving in, the whole jambalaya. But then, Man, shout out jambalaya, fat niggas. Shout out the Bayou Classic. Man, shout out New Orleans. That food be so. Man, jambalaya is really, really. Oh, you didn't bring us jambalaya, jambalaya is really probably back. my favorite food. Actually, one of my favorite. Like you didn't bring like, us none back. Food. You didn't bring us no beignets. That's really wild. Um, beignets wouldn't have been that good. Um, today you could have brought a box. Uh, I want y'all to know I had some of the best spinach dip though. Like it was like some crawfish spinach dip and some crab spinach dip. Listen, I didn't even know that something could be so angelic. But my nigga, I was walking around that thing. I said I had to take I had to take his car. He ain't even from nowhere. I was like, hey, listen, man, I just I just need to touch the hem of this garment. That shit was so good. I'm gonna be I'm gonna just stalk you and come back again. So um yes, that was really good. Uh keep going though. Jambalaya. Okay, jambalaya. no, you need to share the information about this crawfish. Oh man, dip. I got his I got his car, but it also is what made me think that I gotta make some crawfish etouffee this week. So I'm about to try to make some crawfish etouffee this week for sure. Probably do it tomorrow or Wednesday. Bet so I'm coming over. Okay, <laughs> we are coming over. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Go ahead with your mm. your thing. Like salivate and get sidetracked. Right, mm, Jesus. A little moist mm. over here. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shit, where was I? Um, so yeah, so they had this whole plan or whatever. He broke one of her like cardinal rules in the relationship. So she's, you know, they broke up or whatever. And she said like a month to the day they broke up, this new guy came back around and. Wait, a new guy that she knew in the past or in a totally new guy? Cause you said came back around. So I just want clarity. Uh, she, they went if to school at the same time. Her and this guy uh-huh. that the new she person. Went to Spelman, so she kind of knew him. She Maybe knew not him friend, a little friend, bit. Yeah, that, got you. Okay. Like they were associates, friends. That's solid. With the quotation marks. Um, <laughs> so then, yeah, you know, they reconnected just like on some friendship. And then one day he was like, yeah, you know, I want to get married because he lives in Charlotte. She lives here. He's like, yeah, oh, I want to okay. get married. You know, you're young enough to the fact that if you want kids, we can have kids. She was like, nigga, what? Like he checks everything off her list, so it's just like <laughs> what, what show was that or what movie was that with the list? I'm sorry, uh, nobody's fool. Yes, and she was so yes. Okay, go yes. ahead. So I mean, basically, he he was the upgrade, but it's just like I guess she feels kind of guilty per se. Well, I don't think she really cares, but I think some people feel guilty when that window is kind of small. And you said it was roughly about a month when she yeah. ran into this guy. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I think that is a great scenario. And just speaking to that specific scenario before we really, I guess, get into it is I think that one is not just different, but I think a great way to get over it, per se, or to move on um, is for meeting somebody else. And I know in her mind, she probably is going to say, like most people say, I wasn't even looking for it. Da, da, da. Cool. I don't think anybody's very often ever looking. I don't care what the movies say. I say that all to say. Um that I think it's good because in this case, it's something, one, that checked off the list. She was familiar with this person, which I think mm-hmm. goes to a topic we had like a few few months ago or at least a few weeks back about like is it old work or new work when you're just trying to get sex after. But not even that. that. It's just one of those ones like when, when you're familiar with somebody, even if they weren't close at that point, it's like, okay. It's just easier. Yeah, you can kind of make a connection. And like you say or like you think, it's like, okay, well, I'm not thinking about this right now. I don't necessarily know them beyond this. So it's kind of easier that when you get to be cool with them, you're like, oh, well, okay. And it helps you to move on because you have mm-hmm. something that to an extent fills that void because i mean don't get me wrong when you're with somebody for a while even if they're not your whole world which they, they shouldn't necessarily be there is still a void there by them because you oh, guys sure. do things a lot you talk with them they're a piece of security whatever the case you want it to be so they do that new person come in and being able to just be easily like even if it's just conversational fill the void so that's i think in that case a month would be would make sense or two months you know however long it took mm-hmm. them once they actually start mm-hmm. kicking it Okay. Um, it's, so you got to answer the question now. It is. So when do you move on? Um, I don't have an exact time frame. I don't, I think that actually a month is solid enough time. I think, uh, because I think moving on to me, uh, it's really not just about like you forgetting the person or like not having them in your life or in your mind or anything. Cause I, I'm not naive enough to think that you won't think of them, especially if you guys are that close. But, uh, I think a month is solid because it allows you to try to find a way to spend that time. And that time doesn't necessarily mean like you go to the gym or anything like that necessarily, but you also find ways, find more creative ways. Like you, you then are able to build maybe other uh, relationships or authentic relationships that you weren't before. Maybe you get close with somebody that you already knew. Mm-hmm. And it's not always necessarily romantic. So I do think that in terms of moving on, a month could be solid. I think uh, probably more realistically for people, it's maybe more of close to like three or four months. Like actually moving on and not like maybe being extra sad or extra mad, depending on the reason that you guys, you know, broke up. Um, 
But I do think that a, that a month is a solid time where you can begin to like purposefully move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How soon after do you like look for that newer old work though? Are we talking about just for the sex or are we talking about for yes. something? Um, so that's the, that's the thing too. And here, okay. This is twofold. And I, I promise I'll make this quick. If it's a bad breakup, then I think that that's maybe a little bit sooner. It's probably you looking for some old work, maybe three weeks, probably within three weeks or so. And the reason I say that is because it was, or like you've been mad at them. It's not, it's not like you less horny or anything. It's just like, okay, you really was mad at that person or you were really sad or they were mad at you. You know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes we, we got to admit that we'd be the ones that actually kind of ruin it. You know what I'm saying? And you like, well, I know that that's, I know that's not coming back or I know I don't have a chance to kind of slide in there or whatever. So that's the case. If it's kind of one of a mutual thing, not too bad, maybe y'all, you know, maybe you think that you still got a chance to kind of like, all right, well, until both of us find something or until we wean off or whatever this is, um, then in that case, <laughs> it could be months. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's one of the ones where neither one of y'all are going back to the other for any, even if it's not a bad breakup, y'all just not mm-hmm. going back to the other one. I think three weeks is solid. I think you you figure three weeks a month is, that's a, that's that's, a wow. You know okay. what I'm saying? Especially if you're in a relationship where you used to, Let's even just say if you kind of used to having sex three times a week, twice a week. You know, I ain't going to say it like people be fucking every day, but two, three times a week. They should. To not have none. A fuck a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> That's the new Apple? Yep. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I think that it was on WebMD. You know what? I appreciate you, Dr. Jam. Um, so tell us, what uh, what about you? What um, How soon or how, you know, how far is it, you know, or what do you think is the best? Um... Hmm. I guess in my recent breakup, which I, I guess isn't recent anymore. It's been like almost three years. Um, mm. I think it was about a month. Okay. And I didn't, like, I didn't mean to find the new work. Um, I think it just like ran into me. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> she really killed herself with that one. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Um, but yeah. I, I really don't think it was intentional at all. I think the opportunity just kind of presented itself. And, um, yeah, I think you just really have to feel comfortable with, um, I think, first being alone. And then that month time from when I broke things off into when um, the new work came along, I was okay with, like, I have been, like, taking myself on dates. I had started therapy. So I feel like I was in a comfortable enough place to even open my mind to the possibilities of dating, even though I think dating is still creepy. And I need my Lord and Savior to send my husband now because it's ghetto here, and I hate it. But, yeah, I think once you, the thing is, it's not really a time sentence on it. Like, you can't move on until... Three months later, because I hate when people be like, oh, if they move on in a week or so, they was probably cheating. And it's like, no, nigga, the opportunity just presented itself, you know? I agree. Do now, you some think, people be doing that shit. But. <laughs> Thank you for that disclaimer. Do you think um, when you, and this could be necessarily from person or not, but do you think when you guess, I guess, do find that new work or old work or whatever the case is, do you think that at the, at those times that you're looking to immediately start dating or are you not, or not even to say immediately looking to start dating? Is that in the back of your mind? Like this could be dating or I could be looking at it. Or are you more so thinking, or do you think that people should think more so along the lines of this is just me being social again? Like not, and you know, 
Mm. I feel like that's more getting the frustration now, depending on how soon it is. Yeah. Because yeah. at least it'll leave me two weeks for the new work. Okay. Yeah. Just that simple because uh, sometimes you just can't do it for yourself no more. You need look. <laughs> you oh, need I'll, actual flesh. This is, this is the non. <laughs> the non-sex part. I was just talking. Y'all some hornballs. <laughs> I literally was just talking about the non-sex part. Like the, you know what? De- bail me out of here. Get me out of here. No, dog. it's I'm not time because I got okay. We can bail out after this. No, go um, ahead. I'm sorry. But I'm yeah, a- like on the non-sexual part, I think it's still weird. I guess because we were together for so long, I still feel weird about dating because I'm like. Well, you know, Detroit is so fucking small, so... Okay, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, you're right. We're going to talk for another 20 minutes on this. Keep going, though. Oh, okay. I was like, you want me to bail it out or no? But yeah, like, Detroit is so small. Like, there have been times, like, recently, in my whole, let's say, the last three or two years of our relationship, I was legally able to go to floods. Could never get this man to go to floods. The year we break up, I see this nigga at floods all the time. I'm like, what the fuck? Either you're stalking me or, like, Detroit is really just that fucking small. I think it was the first one, but. I mean, still. don't y'all like stalkers to an extent? They no. don't touch y'all? They don't touch y'all. No. No. It makes me very uncomfortable because I can't be myself because I'm always watching what you're trying to do next. Because I know he was kind of crazy. So if he saw me talking to somebody, it's just like, well, how is he about to react? So no, let me have my spaces. You have your spaces. Um, you won't see me pop up at your shit. Okay, I will leave you alone. Um, because it sounds like that still strikes a nerve. So I'm gonna leave you it's alone. It's annoying I, as fuck. I did. I had a smart remark, but you, I can tell that was not the time. Like for the that. whole the whole relationship, you couldn't come to floods. I mean, and now you here. I ain't touching that. You, you, I ain't. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I know. No. I yeah. Shoot. I, Give mm, me my no. sex. <laughs> Look, I I know better. I'm I, I saw the anger there. Um. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't even want to say what other shit I was gonna say too. Well, we have to. You said you want to talk about Detroit being so um, small. Nah, we good. Wow. I haven't. Um. Yeah. I, I, I did. Yeah, I, I thought I was gonna talk about it, but nope. After after that last little bit you just had, oh my God, yeah, y'all that means run away from this man yeah, quickly. See, y'all see how friends don't want to take care of you emotionally. We can't off air. Wait, what you say, Carl? I said we can't off air. What you mean? Dang. I thought we have a whole text. We have Lily text messages to prove this this point. So I mean, bro, I don't even let Jam play the victim no more on this damn show. We moving along. Um, she still tries, which is a, funny, right? Right. So we're gonna listen. Move on. One day it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm gonna have a breakthrough. Um. So here's your moment to have your breakthrough in a in a different way. Okay. So this next one is something that I know that you said um affects you or has affected you what before. Did he say? Um, and it's imposter syndrome. So I know that you've maybe not said the words before, but I've seen you like, you know, tweet or talk about it um, a little bit. I wrote about it today. Where? On the blog. Right? Bitches ain't been writing. (laughs) I had something to say today. That link still work? Like, they still let you in? (laughs) Shut up. Listen, first of all, it wasn't (laughs) going to let me post it. (laughs) No, it wasn't trying to let me post because of the way, like, my page is set up. So I have to, like, redo my whole website, which is another story. But I kept trying to, like, enable the link. And it was like, nah, bitch. And I was like, oh, wow. They really, like, you ain't been here for a while. Your shit is cut off. No, for real. But that wasn't it, so. It's live on the Nomadic Blogger. For sure, plug it. Um, so I smooth thought that was that you was done with that part. I'm not gonna lie. I Girl, thought she I ain't wrote nothing in seven years. No, listen, first like, of all, the last thing I wrote was in June. Chill on me. 
I stand by what that's I said. That's a lifetime ago. I want you to know it was June. Then before that was like February, bro. No, or March. I would say, listen, like it June was, was a, June was supposed to be like this, her start back up after she had stopped for a while. Right. She's yet here so we are. Times. Hey, 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 hey. So like I said, I was assuming Why is everyone that, ganging up on me? <laughs> I was assuming you were done with that part. So Why like here we yet here we are. Um, we just we just telling them. Finish your question. Um. <laughs> so no, first what I just wanted to do is kind of you know. Tell people a little bit about what imposter syndrome is and then kind of, you know, bring it home for you or kind of get it started with it. So imposter syndrome is pretty much this feeling of like you're in your craft, you're in your skill set, whatever it may be. And you just have this feeling like you don't belong there, like you're not good enough. Um, and I think a lot of it starts from social media, especially for me. Um you know, with doing PR, I see people getting their clients on X, Y, and Z and doing this, that, and the other. And it's just like, damn, I ain't really doing that. Am I? And then you start to doubt, you know, your abilities. And it's frustrating as fuck, especially when you see people, um, and I don't know how to say this without sounding like a hater, but I mean, it's honest. Like, you see people who have the clout per se, but not the talent getting what you should be achieving when you have the talent, you have the skill set to back it up, you have the experience to back it up, and then you just have Johnny come lately getting all the shit that you're supposed to be having. And so um what I talk about in my blog is, you know, this could just be necessarily for me, it may not be everybody, but you know, I'm spending all this time on social media getting mad because I'm not you know, getting these accolades or I'm not getting these clients or my clients aren't getting, I'm not getting my clients where they need to be media wise. But it's like, bitch, you on social media every day, all day, every day. How can you get the work if you're not doing it? And so I think that's a lot of the reason people are feeling imposter syndrome is because we have social media coming at us all day, every day. People want to make it seem like they're doing all these things, but it's like, sis, you could be doing all that if you just put your fucking phone down. So I think that's an interesting take. I do think um, I agree with a good portion of that. I do think that especially with your field and kind of to an extent, even when you guys talk about like media and communication, stuff like that, even mm -hmm. outside of PR, you're in a field where everything is in your face. Like you you're always in the know or just one step away from the know. Mm -hmm. But you're also in a field that's that's basically client face, not client facing, but just like like it's front facing. And what I mean by that is. You, everybody sees you or is going to see you because you're in a media field, you're mm -hmm. on the radio, you're on a TV, um, you know, whatever the case is, like you're doing something for these people. So you're always seen. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with the notion. And I noticed that this wasn't your exact point, but I, I don't always agree with the notion of getting off of social media or not watching this TV or not going out is going to get you that extra client or get you that extra boost, maybe that extra client, but that extra boost or it's going to get you extra accolade or whatever the case is. I don't necessarily believe in that all the time. Uh, even though I do get the point that you're making with this. So I don't want to minimize it. Um, with yours, especially since we, you are in a front facing kind of field or kind of a um, just opportunities, do you ever find it is, difficult when you're working with clients that they see that as well and maybe that is that also kind of bugs you maybe like they see that and maybe you're not necessarily worried or thinking about them leaving you or something mm -hmm. like that but it's also in the back of their mind like dang did i make the right decision or am i not even necessarily about the about you but maybe if they're mm -hmm. thinking about themselves like dang is there something wrong 
Oh, for sure. With me or something like that. And that kind of maybe weighs on you, even if they don't tell you that per se. For sure. I don't think, I don't ever think the client thinks it's something wrong with them per se. I think it is like, well, if I'm paying you this money to do X, Y, and Z, why am I not getting that? And the thing I have to tell clients all the time is publicity is not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. It's not. In a 24 news cycle, you know, you could call the news desk. They'll be like, we're coming to your event. And then they're on the way to your event and some car crash happens. I say, honestly, a lot, it's all timing. Like, it's all timing. You could, ha- you could have everything like line up for you perfectly. And then all it takes is one little thing that's more interesting than you. And then all of a sudden you d- are no longer in the spot that you thought you had. It, that, mm-hmm. That's just how it works. And even with, you know, just working an actual newscast, I have literally, stacked my entire show up i'll be like cool i'm good it's the weekend nothing's about to happen bam kalamazoo uber shooter uh happens my entire newscast is out the window and the whole news is just breaking news from that point on mm-hmm. that's um that right there is i mean it was always like not always but it was, it's been like that for quite some time but with you having social media and just the availability to that somebody mm-hmm. just one person tweeting out hey it's a shooting going on you you get that uh right you get it. Um, so so I think that makes sense. Do you think, uh, well, I'll put it like this. What's the way, so now that you have to an extent identified that you go through that, how often, well, all right, I'm going to do this again. How often do you first off think that you kind of have these thoughts or have these feelings of imposter syndrome? Wait, say that one more time. So do you often, or I don't want to say do you often. Mm-hmm. Is this something that you think is going along with your maybe seasonal blues, like winter depression? Or is this something that you feel maybe throughout the year? Like, is it a maybe like every few months thing? No, every few jobs? it's definitely a, a throughout the year thing. And I think what I have really had to learn, um, like, especially during like award season. So like when Cranes and Michigan Chronicle and all of them have like their, under whatever um, Mm -hmm. award ceremony. It's just like, I know I'm talented. I know I'm skilled. I also know I have to put in a few more years of work. Like, I've only had my business going for a year now. So I can't really be expecting to get a bunch of shit when I don't even have a whole bunch of clients or, you know, even, Mm -hmm. you know, at least five steady clients. I don't even have that. So I can't be worried about the accolades to come. I really have to put in the work to do that. But also, when I get to the level where I have put in the work, I also have to know that, you know, you think about the Grammys and people are like, oh, such and such got snubbed. There's such and such. It's so political, and you literally have to campaign yourself. It's like, as long as the money's coming in, the checks is clearing, my clients are happy. I don't really need all that other stuff, you know. Well, no, so it kind of reminds me of like the recent Soul Train stuff, like how uh, mm-hmm. when Ari Lennox, well, well, people made a bigger deal out of out of her being frustrated about not winning than anything outside of that. So I'm yeah. not I'm not going to get too I'm not going to go too deep into that because that's another thing. Mm-hmm. But like in her situation, how like she didn't get an award that she felt she deserved, and she lost to somebody who probably shouldn't have been nominated for the award. But once again, we're not going to go too far into all of that. Well, <laughs> but um. Like in like like <laughs> okay whatever but um <laughs> now yeah, shut up so you can fit no now I lost now I lost track of where I was about to go with that you said point. Lizzo didn't deserve to even be nominated for the award that 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 wasn't the basis of my point but yet here we are so uh, <laughs> y'all are some cruel people seriously um, Jesus Christ um <laughs> so as he kind of tries to rethink what he's talking about um. 
So I, another part of I think is is imposter syndrome. Um, oh, and, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I'm glad you thought. Now we're because like we were talking about like the years the years of work the years of work and time mm-hmm. being put in and then like the actual like clout itself. Mm-hmm. So like as you're like building up yourself and getting that actual clout, you might not always get credit for the things that you probably should get credit for or things that you should that you do deserve because. You haven't like granted, even if you put the time in, then you might not have gotten the clout yet, even though you put in X amount of time because clout comes in different shapes and forms. Like mm-hmm. you might not have necessarily just been worldwide known, or however, however big the market you're trying to be known, you might not be known in that in that market enough exactly. because you've had a slower your build up much is much slower than somebody else's. Mm-hmm. So like this person next, to you might have only been in it for a year, but they've had a they've they've had a great build up for it in that over the course of that year. While you might have been doing it for the last five, because right. your build was just a little bit slower. My thing is, when is your time, and when you finally have gotten to that level of when you when you That's should it. when you do deserve it, you'll get those accolades once it's your time. You just kind of have to just finish your grind. That's it. I saw something the other day. It said, and I mean, this doesn't really have to do with imposter syndrome, but kind of to Carlos' point. But it was said something like to the girl who sees her friends getting married, getting their degrees, having babies, da da da. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be mad because it's her season. Wait yeah. until it's your season. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's a lot easier said than done. But well, no, seeing seeing people get accolades around you, especially like especially if you like know like, you don't have to be friends with people. If you know the people and you see them doing this, like. Mm-hmm. I'm better than them at, at what you just got credit for. It hurts. Ooh. Like it, it really hurts to see somebody get something that you feel like that you know that you're better than them. Then, mm-hmm. and like so, like I don't, and I don't feel like you're, it's not wrong for you to be upset or mad about it. Mm-hmm. You just have to know like where you actually are and accept where you actually are, mm-hmm. so it doesn't turn into a bigger thing or make you like doubt yourself going forward. Right. Like if you know that you're the shit. You just, just make just make sure feeling. everybody else know that you yeah. the shit down the line. Like you got to keep Maybe. you got to really keep pushing to that point. Yeah, I mean, you you question like in those moments, you you probably question opportunity more than a lot of things. Is, um, I think a lot of times the thing that we don't think about with imposter syndrome or just things like that in general are that some people don't necessarily, some people lack the confidence. It's not even so much like how Jim just like she knows she's better, she's got the skill and stuff like that. This person has the clout. That's great. Some people don't believe that they necessarily have the skill yet they get recognized for certain things or they um they'll have like a lot of supporters but they still don't feel that they're actually good at what they do uh but that doesn't necessarily have to be with work but just whatever they're getting acknowledged for and i think sometimes that's another part that isn't talked about as much because there are i won't say the word plenty that might be an overstatement but there are there are an amount of people or, or an audience there that is doing something and then people are noticing it and, and telling them about it, whether it be an award, whether it be, hey, I read your blog, did X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. you did better than this, da, 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 who are thinking that, oh, man, I'm getting this, but I don't see it. They feel like they're in a rut. Um, and I think sometimes that's a better maybe thing. You feel like you're in a rut because it's like you almost feel like you're a hamster and you're just on the wheel and you just keep on going. Mm-hmm. But it, but you feel like you're not going nowhere and it's almost like you're slowing down. And it it's not necessarily that you think that you're even bad at what you're doing. It's just you don't think that you're as good as the people see or you don't see the difference or it's the change or the growth or whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. you're grading against isn't at the speed that sometimes we need it to be. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand the patience is a virtue. I understand, like, everybody's got their time. So I don't I don't ever want to de- denounce that. But it's all you're all, there's a constant battle internally for people who are trying to advance and be better into should I wait till it's my time or should I go and get it? 
It's always yeah. a. I think uh, it's hard to figure out, or, or you know, or fighting for it. It's it's so many it's different a things. Very very tough. It's, am I gonna be medium. annoying and post this a thousand times, or am I gonna do a couple? If nobody retweets it, I'm a chill, or you know, read things oh, IG. Because yeah. man, been there, done that a thousand times. You, hell, whether it be you talking about something that's near and dear to your heart, or something that's just like real slight that you like, well, I don't really expect nothing much of it anyway. It could be something that you're not even necessarily attached to, and I think a lot of times that's the portion that we don't talk about. Cause I do think that that part is probably more like, like skip like award shows be damn like the under thirties and all that stuff be damn mm-hmm. in terms of everyday life stuff. That's the stuff that we probably forget or don't notice more often. Yeah. Oh, no, I am definitely one of the people that like people will tell me that I'm, I'm good at this or like they like what I'm doing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what y'all seeing? Okay, like, I know I am. De- like, I know I am that person. Like, I all, like I'm, and I am my worst critic anyway. So it mm-hmm. comes out like when people tell me like, "Oh, this is really good." I'm like, "Well, no, nah, this is wrong." I'm like, I will nitpick everything about what I do, so I will never, I never feel like I'm as good as what people say that I am at anything that I've ever done in life in general. Because, yeah, that's just me. Yeah. So I already know like me going forward as things kind of progress and everything that I'm trying to do, I'm never going to be satisfied. Even if I do get a word for stuff, because I'm like, yeah, well, no, this was kind of garbage. I don't know what y'all seen this, but thank you. Thank you. (laughs) No, that's solid. No, I mean, like, and Jam can even attest, like, me at graduation, like, I was dead ass shocked that I got something. I'm like, yeah, wait, y'all actually, like, know this shit that I'm good at, really? And the fact that I knew he was going to get the award and he didn't, I'm just like, why why are you surprised? You literally came in that Monday for the show and was like, yeah, you know, I'm the best that everybody comes to me for help in class. Yep, I remember that. And then you were shocked that you got an award. I'm just like, I don't, I don't see how it's matching up. It's not matching. It's not correlating for you. Because it don't click. Okay. And just be honest, it don't click. Well, click, motherfucker, click. <laughs> All right, please, Bella's out of here. All right, we took that enough. Um, <laughs> so we can probably do a whole lot of little rapid fire joints because I really forgot my train of thought at first. Oh, but here is a good question because I've done this before. Have you ever fake left your house or back in college? You maybe left your room so that somebody else will leave? Yes. I haven't had the pleasure of doing that yet. I have done that a few times, I won't lie. A few times. Uh, listen, at, when I was living downtown, do you know what I said? I've left my apartment and drove around the block just to come back Man. into my my parking complex. You know, it's so it's called I want people to go. You know how sometimes I really be upset that they be like walking towards you. You got to like actually do all of that work. And it's like, man, dog, why can't y'all just leave before they be trying to wait? Like, oh, I'll walk out with you. No, you don't have to walk out with me. I'm trying to fake just walk to the door, wow. put my shoes on. Like, I didn't have to do that in college. I didn't do it in college. Oh, my goodness. Did I ever tell you all the time, the time about how I got catfished? And I had to do it the time I got catfished? Oh! Oh my God! Somebody put that, that on there for next week. Okay, you put that on there yeah, for next week. That, I, we need the whole story my, for that. My one. catfish story is oh my goodness. Oh my God! Um, I really I got it. I got it. I, I really I, wish I'm I could have somebody call in. You know we be talking too much a little bit. Oh no! I'm gonna say yeah. this. This go into the list of notes for stuff to talk about on the podcast. So yeah, don't worry. I got a catfish story that I had to do that for for sure. So and this is actually pretty decent. Um, uh, but yes, okay. So we've all had to do it except for Jam. Jam was Jam was. I, I ain't got my own house. Jam's a lot friendly than the story. She, Listen, I tried I've been in my dorm too. What you mean? That's why I said I've done it at plenty of places. Only problem, my roommate was not with the shit half the time. Like, hey, fam, you have to leave too for this to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've just, I've had to do it just because I was tired of people being there. It wasn't even because it was some girls coming through. No, no, that's what I mean. Like, oh. bro. Fam, we both have to leave so they get out the room. If you oh, stay yeah. to me, they gonna try to <laughs> they, stay. So we both have to leave. Yeah. Look, go downstairs and come back up. It's not that hard. 
Listen, me me and him had to have a full discussion when I finally got people to leave. Hey, bro, listen, when I say I'm leaving, and and then when when I want, we need them both, and we both want them to go. You have to get your lazy ass up and leave too. Damn, I don't care because my roommate is lazier than I am, and that's you already know how bad that what that means. (laughs) So there was no work being exactly. Mm. Okay, all right. I'm glad that we got that off our chest, so everybody's. (laughs) Oh, y'all, a bunch of bunch of fakers up in this damn thing. Shout out to the homie Rashad. (laughs) <laughs> or Josh, whatever name you going by these days. Wow, okay. Oh, no, right. look, he was like me back in the day. You know, a nickname that you stopped using after a certain point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Somebody actually said your, your, your uh, Cody the other day, and I was like, I don't know who that is. Um, okay, this is a great question that I feel like. Oh, f- okay. Yeah. Okay, no, this this is actually, oh, oh so this is, yeah, this, this is not going to be this week. Okay. Do y'all or have y'all ever masturbated before y'all first dates? Yes. And how did it make you like? And how did that make? How did it help out or, or or not help out the date? Or how did it make the date go? Calm me down. Cool. <laughs> so that you wouldn't jump her bones when you first seen it. <laughs> Chill out. Not that. Did, not like that. Did, it like it's like it generally relaxed me as like as a whole. It's like all right. Okay. Was it your first time also meeting that person too? Yes. Cool. I like that. Not gonna, this. Not no. We gonna talk. No. No. I'm just. Jam. You've never masturbated before a first date. I'm. Genuinely I should have. You should. I should have. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> Why did you say that? I had to skirt skirt out the parking lot at the end. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but okay. Oh, no, listen, it's a good thing. I want to hear the story when we're off air because um, I'm so curious. Yeah, because so, I'm like, look, uh, I need to, I need some more details. But uh, <laughs> um, I for sure have. I think one, it helps. It helps kind of relax you, but it also, I'm not gonna lie, and this was. This is some time ago, but I think one time it was like, it was the first date, but it was like, I had only met the person like once before that. And honestly, nope, I didn't meet them before that. I think I had, we had just like tweeted each other. This is like years and years ago. And I think what helped is not necessarily that, cause I was like, but I was just like, man, just in case I get some action later, I'm gonna nope, really be listen, ready, ready. I'm screaming. That, that's, no, that's the part that made it be the most helpful. So wait, that's why you did it? Yes. No, that's why I did it. So that I was like, man, if I get some action later, I know I'm being good. Like, cause I'm, I ain't, I'm gonna have a jitter. Like, I'm gonna be Gucci to just go perform. I'll say, look, you won't have no first nut problems. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay, and so really, like, if you, if you masturbate beforehand, then you won't have like that. Five it, that quick pump. Yeah, 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 that quick pump. You really, it helps the most when you do it, like, maybe like, like right before you go over there, if, the, if like if you know that you gonna end up getting it, of course if y'all like gotta go out and all the seven a few hours later, you can still kind right. like there is you can kind of still get it. But now nah, if you know like hey you going over there and y'all maybe just gonna be chilling for a minute, even if you don't know the second about to happen, you got a better chance of being like hey I'm ready for the long haul. Okay, that makes sense. So See, we saying, don't work like that. So I, I I've heard I've heard. Listen, okay. that first nut, that first that first nut to get get off before when you know you about to get cheeks. Mm-hmm. Listen. Gotta yes. gotta get no, taken care whole, of. That's a whole another subject. To be honest, with you. that's that's really really a beautiful thing. <laughs> right, we're putting that uh-huh. on next week. <laughs> but but also the the masturbating before before a date also does help too, though. Especially in the case of when you don't know the person, like even if you've seen them before but y'all never hung out, it also just kind of gives you some clarity. Like when you go in, it's like okay. Posting that clarity might, is a you, thing. Post like so it's like okay, you can go in and you're like you know they actually are still cute. And I'm not just I wasn't just being a horn dog that day, <laughs> or you know this is somebody that I can at least like. Damn. When we hanging out, like I'm not trying to put my head down as we talk. You know what I'm saying? So, it there are plenty of benefits. Post nut clarity being at the top is one of them. If you're going for a date date and not even thinking about the cheeks at the time, for sure. Yeah, I should have after before that one date, but for sure. I mean, you still got plenty of time. Um, shout out to episode 37 called Post Nut Clarity. Y'all go listen to that again if y'all forgot it. Shout out to you for plugging it. Um, and then real quick, lastly here, so. <laughs> this one is kind of I'm gonna I'm gonna skip one because we only got a few minutes. But so there's this one thing on the Twitter the other day 
um, that this young lady, she told a story. She was like, my friend's been dating this girl for two years and he moved in with her. Tell me why Shorty got drunk at a brunch party that she bought home a nigga that she had been cheating with while her friend, while the boyfriend was at home. I just want to know how do you react in that situation or what do you do in that situation? Like Jim, like Jim, shoot her. You shoot her if you the guy. Like if you, like if you the guy, I think we all shoot agree her. that everybody gets out. Because um, first of all, you're supposed to be sending me the you up text at two p.m. Exactly. So, so that's the one thing. So it's two things. First, here's Jim. What I want to ask: If you're the girl and you obviously, well, I'm not gonna say obviously because you might not care, but. If you forgot, quote unquote, no, I'm saying obviously, I was gonna say obviously you forgot, but I was like, also, maybe she just didn't care. Maybe she's like, you know what? Maybe he's not home. When, you know, whatever the case is, we don't, of course, have all the background. If you see him there when you pull up, whether it be his car, whether it be you here going in, like, what do you do? Like, do you still go and like try to get them cheeks? Do you, you be like, damn, my bad? I like, wanna, what do you I re- wanna girl. rewind this back to. You just might not care. Like, what? Okay. Well, you know what? You, you, you take I am me confusion. Out. All I'm saying yeah. is, shoot her. If shoot. I'm the girl in a situation, I'm. The crazy part is, he moved in with her. So also, you can't oh, wait, even kick he her out. He moved in with her. Oh, oh, you gotta go. Yeah, I misread that you one. Gotta go, well, it says he moved in with her. So I, I'm, got, assuming that that she, go. I'm assuming they probably already had That's the two tough. separate spots. But he's yeah. gotta pack everything. Yeah, up. he got, no, he don't, he can't even pack that. He just got like, you know what, dog? I'll be back in the morning. Damn, I didn't read the tweet. Yeah, right. that's, that's just oh, really sad, shit. man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you feel me? Um, what's going on, man? Uh, shout out your event, which is next week. Not this upcoming weekend, but next weekend, the 13th, right? Yes. Um, so Detroit Blogger Mixer and Holiday Soiree. Um, early bird tickets in this Friday, the 6th. Um, it's like a really good, genuine place to meet collaborators and everything like that. You're not gonna get that fake influencer vibe. You're gonna get some real down home connections and shit. So make Shut sure up. you uh get your shit. Detroit Blogger Mixer dot Eventbrite dot com. It's there for y'all, man. Um, other than that, y'all be easy. Uh, almost Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, anything that you might celebrate well, over these next Hanukkah few weeks. Um, so shout out to that. Noel night coming up around the city. So um, until the next time, y'all be easy.